0: We're back with another episode of the SDA podcast. Uh, I think we have a a round robin of uh, different uh, reviewers every week for the past, I don't know, <laughs> the past, I think three, four, five podcasts. Um, we're becoming uh, like a round table, like a real round table just <laughs> reviewers, which kind of nice. Uh, anyway, we'll do a quick round of intros. This is Anthony. Uh, Arthur, you want to say hi?
1: Hi, it's Arthur, your friendly neighborhood comic book nerd.
0: her boy? Yes,
2: this is Dot. I am the friend of the friendly neighborhood comic book nerd.
0: I had some random, sorry, it's a little off topic. We have a random, some, some people asked me like, who is this Dad uh, Erotica guy on <laughs> the Slack? No, <laughs> what, <no>. what is <laughs> no, this yeah. name? I'm yeah. just like, I don't, is this, I don't know why he chose. That's what <laughs> it is. And does it? Uh, it says that there somewhere. What do you mean? That's your Slack screen name. Is it?
2: When it says daughter boy mm-hmm. right now?
0: Oh on my Discord. Gosh. On
2: yeah, Dad Erotica. Slack. For sure, Dot Erotica. Yeah. I, I got it from a cousin. <laughs> <who gave me laughs> okay. A screen name. You're <laughs> a little you're I love evil. So my evil clone exotic that's there. A, um, that's a uh, Cisco user ID.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's my Friday alias. Yeah. OK, sorry, that was an aside. Uh, Nick Choi, say hi. Hi, this is Nick Choi. Good yeah. enough. Uh, <laughs> that's all you need to know.
3: Joining us tonight
0: uh, from the East Coast, kind of late fight. for her, it is uh, Summer. Ooh.
3: I'm just here cool. for
0: fun. <laughs> That's for what we're her all here entertainment For entertainment. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and last we have Kai. Say hi.
4: Hello, Kai here.
0: All right. Uh, so our movie, this podcast, is going to be the Suicide Squad, the uh, 2021 Suicide Squad. Uh, so just some quick background on this movie. This was. Uh, I don't think it's like a sequel at all, or it, it's barely connected. Uh, I think there there's like a handful of same, same actors from the previous Suicide Squad: Margot Robbie, um, Joel Kinnaman, uh, Viola Davis, and then one more person. I don't remember. I don't remember. Captain
2: Boomerang. Yeah. Captain
4: Jai Boomerang.
0: Courtney. Um, yes, Jai Courtney. Um, yeah. but Other than that, this is. I would say pretty much like an entirely new movie. Um, this is the movie that James Gunn, uh, when he was booted from Disney for those, uh, those uh, I guess, distasteful comments uh, at the time online, um, uh, he got booted from, from Disney and Marvel movies. Uh, and so he picked up the Suzette Squad movie instead. And uh, of course, Marvel um, hired him back for Guardians 3. But um, this movie, I... Uh, it was always interesting to me because, I I know James Gunn as a director. He he always does kind of like unique kind of bombastic things. And I I don't know I don't know. He did something kind of I really like Guardians One, and Guardian Two. Guardians Two was kind of so it was not as good as the first one, but still I, I had a lot of um, I guess I had a lot of hope in James Gunn as as a director. Um, and I was kind of excited to see what he would do with a a another sort of comic book group uh, um, situation, uh, whatever circumstance type of movie. And so I was kind of excited to see this. Um, Maybe uh, for a little bit of background, I guess additional background that we may not know about, um, I'm going to throw it over to to Art Wu and and, uh, see if he has any information to add.
1: Uh, Sure. So I'll admit, I'm not the biggest or most versed in Suicide Squad lore. Um, so I know a little bit, and then the rest I actually had to look up to remind myself. Um, but the book actually, their characters, um, originated back way back, I actually didn't even know this, um, in 1959, they showed up in this book called The Brave and the Bold. The Brave and the Bold is a long time DC comic that, showcases usually two characters. A lot of times it was Batman and somebody else because, you know, Batman sells. <laughs> um, but they, it, was a, it was a book that they can showcase and just shuffle in characters a lot. And that, that team was kind of, frankly, I, I don't even remember the characters. They're very generic in my opinion. And, and looking at the names, they didn't really go so far. So they didn't really have longevity. The one that we, the movie that we, we watched and a lot of the concept is based on is actually from the mostly when when you talk to most people about the Suicide Squad, it's really the book that came out in the late or the mid '80s, um, where they they rebooted their entire universe and made it more streamlined. They call that post-crisis. I won't get into that because that's very complicated for another time. But um, the modern Suicide Squad was created by a guy named John Ostrander, a writer. He's usually the the person who most fans will regard as uh, the creator of the, the Suicide Squad and who is thought of most highly because he's the one who wrote the book and it's funny because um, the two movies that we've seen they have a bit of a funny tone to them right it's very uh, humorous it's not a bad thing but the original book is, it's actually a pretty serious book it, it isn't made for laughs per se um, I mean you have a group of villains typically uh, convicts criminals supervillains, etc who are um, you know just like the the movies and that that's true uh, are are bound, brought together to take on um, you know crazy suicide missions as the name in, involves right um for uh, leniency on their their sentences perks or some other kind of um, thing that they they trade in for um but you're more or less uh, on a death sentence you have uh, pretty much no choice right uh, otherwise they stick this bomb in your head and then if you disobey or try to get off the ranch they kill you so um, that's the whole premise, um, but the book was always very, very serious. Um, so it wasn't really one that was played for humor. Um, and you know, some of the, the stronger characters that's also in the movie over the years is definitely Amanda Waller. She's this very strong, force nature character who who's very highly intelligent, highly ruthless, very cunning, and has even given characters like you know Batman or Lex Luthor or any other type of character a run for their money because she's that smart and that dangerous. And you know, I know we'll get into it, but I think Willow Davis is great playing her character. Um, and there's also other characters as well. But um, you know, there's there's been de- many different incarnations of the team over the years. Um, and the the two movies that we've seen are more of the recent ones, uh, especially with the addition of Harley Quinn, because she was never in the original team and some others. But um, you know, Harley Quinn is obviously very very popular, definitely popular in the past ten fifteen years. Um, so putting her into certain teams. Uh, obviously ups that kind of profile. So, uh, but anyway, you know, I can get one, but that's kind of, in a nutshell, Suicide Squad from a comic book perspective. And most of the current movies that we've seen is based on the most recent book of the past, I'd say five to six years, so give or take.
0: Out of interest here, who, cause I'm pretty sure we talked about this on the last Suicide Squad podcast. Who has seen the, uh, the animated Assault on Arkham animated movie?
1: I have. That was good. That was, really that, was,
0: that was really good. That uh, was really yeah. good. That's how I kind of got introduced to Suicide Squad. It's kind of crazy because wasn't it based off... Was it based off of... I guess not. I was thinking about the game. Um, oh, actually, it is. Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. They they um, used the Batman Arkham game as the universe, and they created... Oh, that of, game, yeah. Yeah.
1: They use um, Batman to sell it. But I mean, it was really, that was a really good Suicide Squad movie, actually, that one. Yeah. Really well done.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: Story but, and animation.
0: Yeah. I need
2: to see it again, but I don't remember liking it.
0: I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: They had a recent one the past few, three, four years ago, another animated one. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, but that I one that Anthony just world. mentioned is very good. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, let's jump right into reviews um and let's have our 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 resident east coaster um, go first summer what did you think about suicide squad
3: yeah um i really i really liked it so much better than the last one um for many reasons i was going through and like the beginning i got really nervous when i first watched it because i saw the characters and i was like so this is this is what we got this is this is what we're, there's a weasel like this is really what we're going with for this whole movie and like you see all the like nathan villain the i can't remember his name but the the guy playing Savant from walking dead the guy from pitch perfect pete pete <laughs> davidson i mean i knew pete davidson was not going to have a, a long time role in the movie for sure i mean he, he played himself <laughs> <That's> <laughs> essentially.
1: Like... true
3: um and and the, the weasel was there for, I guess, comic relief. Um, and then, like, they, they land, and you see Pete do exactly what I expected his character to do. And then, like, all hell breaks loose. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then all of a sudden, you're, like, back to the, the blood, like, pools into, you know, before this happened. Like, three days before, so I forget the timeline. Yeah, And then I was like, oh, okay. So it, like, pulled me in. I was, like, a little skeptical, and then it kind of got me going, the I love the soundtrack. That was the other thing I really liked. The soundtrack of um like it started off with Johnny Cash, um, which was kind of like a nice way to introduce the movie, and then after everyone died, it was the all the people who died died montage. And as you're like listening to that, you're seeing like Nathan Fillon as one of the like characters. And like, well that person's already dead, so let's see who the next star of this film will be. Um so anyways, the that was a big the soundtrack for me was really, really core for this movie. The other thing I really liked was I knew going into it not to watch it for plot. And so (laughs) I totally took off my plot hat and just watched it for fun. And it was genuinely a fun movie. Harley always makes it fun and I liked her character. I loved her in Birds of Prey. It's probably one of my favorite DC films. Um, I was like, honestly, I was glad to see that because the first Suicide Squad, she was slightly disappointing. Um, but still the like the best feature, but slightly disappointing. Um, so she like came and killed it. The whole segment where she like goes off and has this like very short love affair and then just like, and and I'm sitting there going like, damn it, Harley. Like I thought we were past men. Like you were doing so well, and then she shoots the guy, and I'm like, that a girl. <laughs> um. So I, I I love the like little pieces that happened there and how it all came together. I love the the way they took random objects and made them into kind of like the chapter breaks of like the way they use the blood and then the soap on the toilet seat, the leaves, the clouds, the metal, the roots. Like it was a really cool way to transition and help showcase like, this is where we are, or this is the time that has passed. Um, reading my
1: book series. Book one, book Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
3: yeah. It was really cool. I,
0: yeah. I, I will say that I, um, when I was watching it, and this this is like a n- non-trailer like perspective. I didn't see any trailers. When people started dying at the beginning, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> are they going to rewind this movie? <laughs> like, all of the main characters I thought were going to be big people are dying. And I was like, uh, I don't know what's going on. And I loved it like i at the beginning I, lo- I, I was like oh okay i have no idea what's going on because i i assumed all these people were going to be part of suicide squad and i because again i don't know maybe the trailer was different or it showed differently but i just i was like okay i don't know what's going to happen in this movie and I, I i really enjoyed that um and that opening and it, i feel like it subverted a lot of um uh, expectations and um i was like cool like i'm in like this this is like a weird movie. Actually <laughs> James Gunn is like he's always done sort of like weird, um, like unique takes on on movies. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm with the beginning. I was like, I'm super like interested in where this movie goes.
3: Yeah, that, that's kind of what it did for me. Like it was it it just kind of reset. Like you said, reset expectations. Um. And then, like the the segment in the rebel camp, I found to be really, really funny. I, I called that like as it was happening. I looked over at my husband Steve, and I was like, "This, they're good guys. They're killing good guys right now. <laughs> like they don't even know." Um, but it's as fun as it was. I still kind of kept like finding myself going back to like, okay, well, what's the actual plot situation here? Like, there's some pieces that really frustrated me. Like number one the whole plan of this place to leverage Starro to, like, do their bidding. I was just sitting there like, really? Like, that's your big grand plan that the world isn't going to mess with you to, like, put all the people who dissent into this, like, chamber and let them become owned by this starfish that you can't even control? I thought that was a little (laughs) weird. I was also trying to remember, did something happen to Harley's chip where they wouldn't have been able to, like, know where she was? Like, you know how they had all the other chips and they, like, you know... I mean, at the, the very beginning, they executed Savant to kind of remind us of, like, what the chips do. But I couldn't remember if something had happened to her chip or if she never even had one or what. I don't know.
0: That's a good question.
3: I
1: think I they remember. bluffed it at the end. Like, they, they still had it, but they walked away because they had knowledge of what happened. And if they... If Amanda dared to, you know, nuke them, they would somehow expose the contents of the drive or something like that
5: I yeah, think there's something no, there there wasn't, <clears throat> there wasn't a bluff they they just went because the whole premise is that they basically take control of their own lives and they'd rather do something good because they've been dealing with this stupid starfish the whole time and then they knocked out the Viola Davis character right before she was about to murder them all for um, but the chip is still in know, there though Correct. Before so that. the chip, the chip, the chip was always there. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what situation you're trying to recall where the chip wouldn't be there.
3: Well, I don't know. I, my point being, like, they didn't know where Harley was, but they have this chip where if you like wander off, they.
5: Well, so if you remember, there's a a segment of the movie where they lost connection with the team, right? Because there was a oh, dampener so maybe that's in the what tower. it was. Like
3: they didn't know. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of when she was going off and having her little love story, I was sitting there going, like, how did they, what does, where, how did this happen? Um,
5: But that was part of the plan, right? I think they, well, not necessarily part of the plan, um, because she was a part of the diversion squad. But at the end of the day, they had technically done their job, right? They they got Bloodsport onto the island by sacrificing that team, and then Harley Quinn just does Harley Quinn stuff.
3: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so anyways, so I got a little frustrated with with some of the plot pieces that I thought were a little were a little loose. But then I kind of... Rem- then you see, like, the Suicide Squad versus Star of the Conqueror. And I'm like, okay, well, they're just trying to take this, like, funny villain from lore and make it into this comic book thing. And so they're, like, playing on that a little bit with this. So I shouldn't get too obsessed about the plot. <laughs> um, I will say... I'm really pissed that Rick Flagg is dead. This is my last point and then I'm, I'm good. But that, I I really like looking at Joel Kinnaman and I don't like John Cena in this movie. I don't care about Peacemaker, like FF that guy. And so I'm really <laughs> pissed <laughs> that my favorite character other than Harley is gone. And um, that impacted my rating because it would have been something else, okay. but I have reduced it. <laughs>
0: well, I went online. I started like reading whatever comments uh, after I watched this movie. A lot of people were very bummed that Rick Flagg died, and I was like, "Did he m- mean that much to people with the movie?" Like, I, I, besides <laughs> well, visually, I, I just I was like surprised. Didn't care, like he had died. Like, okay, he died. Like, that's you know, a bunch of characters died, but I don't know. I didn't feel like he didn't make like a ton of impact in the movie to me. Again, his a, character. I, I think, think
1: one of those characters. He's, he's always like the one that's unkillable, even in the books. He's so when he got killed, I was surprised. Like, oh my gosh, they actually took out, you know, you know, and I'll I'll just say it now. Like him and Captain Boomerang, I was very surprised. <laughs> the two of them did it because they two are typically at a certain character level where, and not Harley, of course, that you don't touch. They're always going to be like, you need some kind of center for for the the squad to keep going. And, and Rick Flag was one of them, right? And I was a very very surprised that he got killed. Um, not for the same reason in the summer, but I was just surprised. Um, but the Captain Boomerang I mean, character, I was very surprised. Yeah, I could. Um, you know, the Captain Boomerang someone... I was surprised because he's a major character too. Uh, and that that took me off guard as well. So for, know, for the Catholic, people who
6: don't know anything,
1: like maybe me, like,
6: you know, me and all the people, like, it didn't matter that he...
3: He didn't he do enough like
6: in a straight, the movie. He, he just seemed yeah. like, yeah, the straight character the funny kind of character kind of yeah. off of. Yeah. And so when he died, I was like, okay, let's just get another. Uh, I'm sure he's, he's he's a good looking guy, so yeah, I get it. But
4: uh,
6: <laughs> other, I also, other than that, I'm kind I, of with didn't really matter to me that he
3: died. <laughs> I'm kind of with Arthur on this one though too. Like to me, it's what he said. He's like a central part of the Suicide Squad of like that of like the. You can introduce all these different characters, but it's really good to have like a couple solid ones that are recurring. Captain Boomerang, I wasn't as upset about because I felt like meh you know like okay fine we've moved on from that he wasn't like billable I guess like wasn't a big deal he was Um, he
1: was actually quite big in the previous movie one of the the very small saving graces which is so I was very surprised not only because he was well received in the first movie but also he's sort of a a fairly major character in DC lore so a combination of all those things Um, so when he did it early on I was shocked I was like what my friend and I was watching it virtually together I'm like you killed a major Flash villain. Like, what? So, was the other guy I mean, in the
6: first Suicide Squad? He wasn't in yeah.
1: the same actor. No, the flag. flag... I was going to say yeah, flag yeah. yeah, he was. No flag. Yeah. Was, was the he boyfriend of the, uh, the witch? Was yeah, it? exactly. Carol yeah. Yeah. Member, character. I don't remember, remember that. See, name, I don't remember. Oh, down that's
2: because it's not memorable. Yeah. That's why. I was more sad that <laughs> the, the polka dot guy died. died I like, I <laughs> okay. yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what. There's so many things that happened in that movie, and and James Gunn was really going for it. Anybody dying? I mean, the only person who I would have been surprised by dying would have been Harley Quinn. Frankly, I would have been sad so, if she died. Yeah, Oh, sure. yeah, I, I I just would have expected it because I feel like you know they're they're sort of building a universe around her as the center, so to speak. I know she's not sort of main, but she's she's the staple. And she's, she's the Wolverine. She's,
6: she's not there. that stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's the yeah, Wolverine. So. She get- she's their Hugh Jackman, man. You can't get rid of her. Right. Deadpool, whatever. And then they-
3: And then to make it worse, they tease us at the end, like, oh, we found him. Surprisingly, his heart hadn't actually stopped. And I'm sitting there like, No, it's not gonna be him. It's not, it's not. And it's freaking peacemaker. And I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was so pissed. <laughs> um so, so anyways, yeah, overall, I found it to be a really fun movie. I had a great time watching it. There are a couple of slow parts, where I was like, okay, it's been a while. we can move we can move on. But overall, I enjoyed it um, in spite of some of the weird plot things that happened. but I thought they what they did better this time was they had fun with it versus last time I felt like they tried to take themselves way too seriously. Uh, and it's just not it's just not a series that you should take seriously. I think. But yeah, so that's my thoughts.
4: Mhm-, sure. um, all right.
0: Scott um, why don't you go next?
2: Right. so um i I wasn't looking forward to the movie. I didn't enjoy the first suicide oh. squad. I don't think I've enjoyed any suicide squad, anything I've ever seen, to be honest. Um, so I went in it for, you know, the same reason I go into half of these things is because so I can podcast it with you guys. With the podcast. That's right. That's the only reason I went to see it at all. And so
1: um I would um, never I... sacrifice for this group.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did with Fantastic Four.
0: Oh well no, that was my own that's my own punishment, yes. Mm,
1: yeah. So well I, I I did go into it though
2: thinking to myself that this was gonna be sort of um, James Gunn Unchained, right? Given everything he had been through, um, he was basically given license to be himself. I think because they knew where he was, they knew what he came from, they knew the kind of guy he was before. Which, for the record, I don't think he should have been judged that hard for by Disney, and I'm glad they they took him back. Um, but I was expecting this to be, you know, if you gave James Gunn the freedom to be James Gunn, is what he's going to do, and and I, you know, really wasn't disappointed by that. It's got to be one of the most sort of uncensored both in profanity and visuals and graphic violence um, in terms of a mainstream comic movie conversion that I've ever seen. Um, and that includes, you know, movies like Dread, right? Um, and it was, it, you know, more or less exactly what I thought James Gunn would be if you unchained him. You know, with that being said, I couldn't help but you know escape the whole idea that I kind of knew what James Gunn was about coming off of Guardians, right? I'm with you, Anthony, where I really enjoyed the first one, the second one I wasn't too jazzed about. And I almost felt like this was going to be James Gunn um, doing a third Guardians um, and yeah. going even further. And, and that's going to disappoint. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I I wasn't excited really at almost any point in the movie. And I don't know if it was because I had some sort of the psychological bias going in because of all these thoughts that I'm telling you guys. Um, but I I didn't really find myself either surprised, seated of my pants um, anything i just kind of sat through it went through it and then it was over and it was done and i saw it with my wife and my son and they actually liked it quite a bit i mean i think they came out of it you know we are like you know they had a good time and you know uh, to summer's point i think it, it really is um likely going to be a a fun movie but uh you know i i just couldn't really get anything out of it you know myself and in the beginning i think part of the thing that that I know for, for you guys are seeing how, how sort of fun it was when they killed everybody off in the beginning. For me, it almost felt like um, I was duped. And and normally I'm okay with that, right? Because it's unexpected and you can't, you know, judge it. But they, they spent this whole beginning with, you know, the guy in the the cement prison and he's bouncing the ball around. And then they they take you through the, the team. They go to the shore and then he watches everything happen. You think he's going to have the superhero moment or whatever. And he just sort of pussies out, right? And then his head explodes. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. It was the best. It was the best. Yeah, I, I thought that was it a great moment. Opening
4: scene. It
6: was so
2: right. gory and good. And I think that kind of sets the pace, right? Because if you guys thought, oh, that's cool, I'm in, right? Then I think you're going to enjoy the rest of the movie. But for me, I was like, I was glad that team was dead because I was like, I'm not digging this this cast of heroes, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, like, man, like, man, what a weird... What a weird thing to do! You
0: think it's weird? Yeah. I think it's very smart because you you go into th- it, in, go go into it, It's shot like they're setting up this team. Like, okay, they're I'm gonna go you. in and they're gonna be this group. And <laughs> I'm just like, oh wait, no, this is not the group. Like, <laughs> there's nothing to do with the group. Um, and that's that surprise to me is is kind of refreshing. And I think that's kind me, of it.
2: Because if if you're like get uh, glass half last half empty, you know, the kind of like two perspectives with the same scenery. We both see it for for sort of what it was, but what we take away from it, what it made me feel like, you know, the rest of the movie, I was like, you know, whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think the movie was well done. Uh, I'm with Summer and I'm like, I, I, I take my plot cap off and, and I didn't really care either, right? So there were really, you know, in some ways, no um, surprises that stood out to me as, wow, that was really good or anything like that. I just kind of went through it. And and if I was just like, you know, watching or reading the random comic book, you know, and I just enjoy comic books as, as a, a media, then, then this was fine. Right. This was another one of those offerings where it isn't DC bad as DC has been bad with a lot of their movies. It was, you know, enjoyable uh, in, in that sense. But at the same time, it, it wasn't, you know, stand out for me either. And, you know, I really enjoyed John Cena as a, sort of actor person I like how he never really takes himself seriously he sort of went all in for it too um and then I thought all the actors you know did as good job um as they were given um, and Harley you know I I like the character um but I don't know how I feel about her development as they want to place her in these movies if they want to put her front center if they want to make her supporting if they're just adding for color I I don't know right but I don't I don't feel like she's growing or if she's supposed to or if they want her to or anything like that so I almost feel like she's just kind of like you know the um I want to say icing but I don't know if that's even the right word you know she's like the draw that people come to see Um, But what she does is she just has to be herself and she doesn't really have to go anywhere developing anything. And that seems to be fine. Um, But you know me, I I like, like what what I love about the Marvel movies is that the characters grow, they change, they evolve. And I don't know if you all agree with me but I feel like she just is Harley
4: It's always I think. Be Harley, um, no
0: matter. What. I think, you almost, like John or James Gunn expects you to have watched the previous Harley movies to like feel Harley more in this movie. Um, she didn't feel like a, although she had like her primary like slots and scenes, she didn't. I don't know, fully really feel like there was a like a ton of character development. Uh, it was just sort of like, here's the same Harley from the previous dc movies mm-hmm. um i thought it was which was fine um mm-hmm. i mean they had they had they had a lot of characters to kind of juggle around um yeah, but yeah i, I kind of see where you're coming from yeah and, well,
5: and
2: yeah go
4: i
5: ahead, was just go gonna say because this is my limited experience with harley quinn right i'm like nick i'm a i'm a know nothing new Dang. drag but, someone um, down <laughs> or... is it To make a point. (laughs) Isn't the frustrating part of Harley is that she doesn't change, right? Like, Summer literally just talked about how you're sitting there watching this scene unfold where she dates another bad guy. But then the surprising, another subversion of expectations is that she actually kills the guy, right? Except Harley Quinn as a core character has always been, she has this codependent relationship with Joker. So... Like, I I don't necessarily think every character has to grow. I think that's a little excessive. I I like her as
6: Harley, too. I think if they had done, like, a Harley Quinn-centric movie, I wouldn't have liked this movie as much. If it had been all about her, and like her growing. I like the, you know, all the other random characters they threw in. That's kind of what made it fun. She's almost like the Hulk of the DC. Yes.
5: Well, even, I don't know, like, and this is personal preference. Like, I actually enjoy her way more than Hulk as a quote-unquote comedic relief, right? Like, Hulk is really flat, in my opinion, at least yeah. in terms of the scenes that he's in. It's kind yeah. of like the ha-ha laugh, whereas Harley Quinn, you're kind of like, well, you know, you kind of go along with the ride. So I enjoy her a lot more to break the pace. But I'm I'm simply just saying, like, I don't necessarily think her character needs to grow that much. Um, Mm -hmm. to enjoy her, and I don't think her lack of development, especially since they had birds of prey, is necessarily a negative for me at all.
0: Uh, Well, I told me, yeah, sorry, go go ahead, good. uh, I'll leave. I
2: I was just gonna say, I think what, what made Harley popular in the first place was the fact that she was sort of this psycho obsessed girl that was, um, tied very closely to the Joker, and her identity is largely. Based on him, and and she has a ma- a degree of complexity, but it's extremely subtle. It's there, but she she rides over it so quickly, right? So you don't spend a lot of time dwelling out. You don't see her sort of delve into the difficulties of of being obsessed with this cycle of a man and being psycho yourself, right? And um, that formula there, you know, of course, she's going to evolve, especially you know them taking. Her from the animated version to this, but but I feel like that subtleness is is not translating as well because they have decoupled her from the Joker, and now her alone, she's just a psycho.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I (laughs) Dad just said the same thing I was going to say. Like uh, a lot of her, to me, her her like true character is tied with her connection with the Joker, and Mm -hmm. even in the animated series, you she does mature as, like, there, there are mm-hmm. certain parts where she turns on him, and you're like, Whoa, what oh, what the yeah. hell? like exactly. She turns on him and, like, is mad that, you know, Joker treats her like shit sometimes, and and so she will help Batman or something. So there you see that mm-hmm. a lot in, like, the animated series in, in her original character, but now that she's in, she's in, like, the third movie she's been in, because she's not connected with Joker, it, it does become, I don't know, that... That, that original character is just a little bit, to me, a little bit different and it's missing that weird, like chaotic connection with the Joker. Um, yeah. So. Well, there's...
1: Yeah. I don't disagree with you guys. There's, there is precedent because even in the books, there, I think they've been trying to decouple her for a reason and make her her own character and not be so dependent upon Joker. You know, give her more depth because otherwise it's so limiting because she's always going to be associated with this character, always associated with Bat. And they want her to be in her own character, and you know, perhaps there's different successes and failures with that, and maybe that's also what's translating with the movies because you know, some people have a very certain view of what her character should be, and others may want her to go in different directions. And you're, you know, as the owner of the character, you're kind of like, okay, well, which way should we go, right? We have fans saying A, but then we also have fans wanting B, and what do we do? Um, so I feel like it's, <laughs> it's almost natural they're trying to decouple her from the Joker and not. Be so limited to that, but I can see both sides,
2: and I think it's okay. Um, yeah, I just, I, do. I just like where she came from, and 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 if you're saying you know that's what they're trying to do, I'm saying well I don't know how successful it's being in right. this version, which is also okay, right? They got to try, and and, and that's fun. right.
5: Um, well, you have to but... look logistically, right? DC doesn't have any of those supporting pieces to fall back on. They don't have a Nolanverse verse to work with in a DC universe they don't have it you know BVS was obviously terrible right Justice League was terrible so like you don't have the supporting pieces you don't have a you don't have like a consistent Joker you don't have a consistent Batman so you can't have the purest Harley Quinn that you guys are looking yeah. for in the movie universe sure. so I I take it as like they're, this is the only path that they have which is to build her as an independent character because you just don't have anyone to play off.
2: Yeah, and again, I I really do think it's fine. It's just something I notice as, I guess, a fan and a a movie watcher. Um, You know, but in general, I do do see the whimsical of the movie. Um, It actually has a lot of elements that I normally applaud other movies for. You know, it is relatively unpredictable, um it, it is um fun it, it sort of is aware of itself in some ways and I normally applaud that but I don't know why for some reason I was watching it and it just felt like it was getting old right <laughs> but I, I think that might be me I don't know of many others who have, have said similar things um but maybe it's because the combination of gun and seeing um um the other suicide squads and and the birds of prey and and also the, the Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy movies, it, it's almost like I'm looking for something a lot more fresh. And this just didn't feel fresh. It felt like a formula that's already been done, right? And and it could have been saved if the plot was tighter, smarter, um, but I don't think it was intended or expected to be in the first place. At any rate, um, I'll stop there. Um, there aren't you know any major, oh, I will say, I actually liked the the character that I liked the most was actually Cena's character. I actually thought there was (laughs) was actually a, and it's not just because I like Cena, but you saw sort of the idea that they were trying to play, the idea that he wanted and the means he'll go after it and why he's actually a villain versus somebody who should be fighting for sort of liberty, freedom, or whatever. And um, how it, it made him, you know, sort of uphold the mission, that whole thing. I thought that was very interesting. And, I, I liked um, Idris Elba, is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. More Idris. than I liked his character, yeah. I actually liked the actor and I just, I'm watching the movie thinking I'm watching the actor versus that I'm watching the character more than anything else. And, you know, that that was sort of another thing which which made me believe that, you know, the story wasn't as convincing because I still think I'm watching the actor versus watching a character, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, I'll stop there. You know that's that's where it ended, and then when when it was over, um, I was just like, "All right, what's next?" And that was it. However, I do think it was one of the better DC that has come out in general in this sort of modern comic book okay. generation we're in.
0: Yeah,
4: I think uh, yeah, I think that's, that's uh, all very fair. Uh, Nick Toy, why don't you go next? Say hi. Uh, I'm not
6: going
0: next. <laughs> no,
4: I'm just kidding. I'll
6: go. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, just going off of that, I think it's. I think this is my favorite DC movie that's come out like in the last Whoa. like I don't know how long. I um, agree with a lot of what you guys. Said. I I thought it was gonna suck. I actually I didn't want to watch it even because I just watched it because we're doing a podcast. I didn't Did watch it, previous. it today. You saw it today, huh? No, I actually saw it like <laughs> a week ago. We, we were you saw, Sunday you saw Sunday night? I saw Sunday
1: night.
6: I watched it at the kid's birthday. I made it, all the six-year-olds watch it for the birthday party. Because I was like, I'm going to do a podcast, guys. <laughs> all the gore. <laughs> Turn off my little pony. We're going to watch it. And uh, I, um, I, I, I couldn't even – I didn't watch previews, not because I didn't want to get spoiled, just because I didn't even want to watch the previews. I tried. I remember the old Suicide Squad. I I couldn't even get to the movie. The one with Will Smith is that he, he was in it, right? Yeah.
4: yeah.
6: And I, I was. I almost. I thought I was doing the same character or something. And I was like, ah, I don't even want to watch this uh, movie. Um, I like that whole first scene. I love that that head fake. I love when they do that with whatever movies. They got me good. And I thought that was so. It was so funny when everyone died. Um, I was gonna say I'd like. And they kind of did what Marvel did with those TV shows. They made me care about, or not not really care, not as much, but I was interested in a bunch of characters that I knew nothing about. It was just like a bunch of random characters and I was actually interested in it. I thought uh, my favorite part of it was really how they kind of kept bringing that dark kind of psychotic nature into all the <laughs> all the action, but it was almost like in a really funny way. It was like, you know, the the starfish. It was such like a goofy looking, like giant monster, but also it was like a terrifying, super violent, <laughs> kind of like gross. He's just like shooting little
4: starfish out of his <laughs> eyes.
6: I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah, armpit it's so stars." Gross, but it's yeah, so gory when oh. they like you kill know, people. I was like, This is awesome. They, they just kept doing <laughs> that with everything. It was like it was dark, but it was funny, but it, it was also like it was violent. It was good. Uh I
1: like like what dad said, I, "John Cena is like one of my favorite." <laughs> you, know why, you, you know why, Nick? You know why? Because he's a whole Captain America. He's like U.S. He is, agent.
5: He he's like U.S. agents, basically. Nick's hero. Yeah, exactly. yeah
6: and the, him and uh, I just I feel like they had such a good chemistry. I don't know what I don't. I don't feel like John Cena was trying too hard to be funny. He was trying, but you know, I think it was kind of toned down. I don't know. It was kind of low key. A lot of it, some of them was trying hard but he was it was so funny like a lot of the scenes with him and uh, i just was just like talking trash to each other <laughs> um and I yeah, I was more sad when he died than Rick Rick Rickfly? Flag. Smash. Captain <laughs> Captain Flag Smash. He was my he was like one of my favorite characters. I was like so glad he was alive again. This is the kind of that, opposite of what some said. <laughs>
2: that's what I enjoy about John Cena though. He's 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 in it. He's in there. You know, he whenever he does anything, he's sort of all in and he never takes himself seriously. It, it was and it was I think it it's not a toilet bowl on my head. Yeah. I, I enjoy him.
4: Yeah. What was
0: his uh, line about? I will kill for peace or something. <laughs> yeah, I will I'll kill as many people, or whatever. I, I, I believe in peace.
5: Yeah, I'll kill however many women and children I need to achieve it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, the
6: my my favorite character, actually not the polka dot guy. Uh, I think was my favorite character because it could have been so. I was expecting it to be so lame and so like stu- like goofy, but when they had those scenes where he's like he's seeing his mom everywhere. It just goes, it just shows like he's so jacked up in the head. I was like, oh my god, it's so good. It's so <laughs> when dark they were like, drunk you know, and he was dancing with a the, the drunk dancing Even everywhere, actually. Like, it's mom, like that's your mom. He sees like a giant starfish. Mom. Everyone's his mom was like, This is really <laughs> twisted. It was so twisted that it, it just it made it so good. It could have been like lame and funny, but they went dark with it. Uh, what Summer said too when he shot when she shot that guy, I was like, Yeah, <laughs> so I was like what is this? like love story. It's for next Easter, yeah. Um, and she just shot that dude in the chest. I was, I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and uh, I like the shark guy. They didn't overdo it with him. They just had like a few funny lines here and there, and some like just <laughs> the gory violence. It's like Alone.
0: ripping, ripping people in half. It's like chopping. The, the character like does it does remind me of like Groot, Groot bit, right? totally he's, like, he's, he's he, totally, like, a lot of them reminding
6: me of Guardians of the Galaxy it's like little elements right you could you could totally yeah. see like he, he brought over like he brought over a bunch of the
1: that was his brother right the weasel well, I read that yeah this movie is basically Guardians rated R right, right and a misfit, it's a DC um, version right yeah it's a misfit band of you know unknown did... lame characters but rated R Basically. I had that
6: same sort of reaction to Guard, right? When you guys made me watch Guardians of the Galaxy, and I like just like liked it so much. I, this this one doesn't have as much. I don't think you're as invested with the characters, but I had that like surprise, just like also surprised liking it so much. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe this was so violent, but um, yeah, that was. I mean, that polka dot guy was probably my favorite. Just like the, what they the, what they do with him, and they didn't just make him some kind of lame. Um, you know, when I was when they're the movie was opening, I was like, Oh, this is gonna suck, man. These these characters are just whatever. And you know, and when they killed him, I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That whole like head fake, yeah, with him like in the prison, just throwing the ball. I was like, Maybe it's gonna be okay and they got on the plane, I'm like, This is just gonna be another crappy uh D C movie, jeez. And then yeah. It was good. I liked it.
2: Question about that, that first group. Were they really a distraction or were they actually an attempt to um, it was so important that this gets done, she sent two, two teams?
1: I had the same I question. because I they, thought it was a line. distraction. Yeah, people were saying that, but then it didn't come off that way to me. I had the same impression also.
2: I, I think it, it had to be um, two teams because you don't put Rick Flagg on the suicide team.
1: Well, they, they supposedly had a deleted scene where supposedly he didn't get along or did something to Waller and she, oh. and she was you know, not liking it. But then other people are like, that doesn't make sense because she's not petty like that. The um, fact she, that you know, she's ruthless, that is- but she's not petty, you know, wouldn't, put, wouldn't, wouldn't put someone who, know, who she knows is dependable. But I had the same mm-hmm. question because people online were saying, yeah, they sacrificed that first team. I'm like, no, did they? Because, you know, don't, Davidson's character walked out and sort of exposed yeah, them. So, right.
6: you know, the, the, the fact that I thought it foolish. was a distraction made me like it more. Because just because I thought it was a, you know, like a, a distraction that we were kind of seeing it from the point of view of, like, we also got to fake, like, the way that they were trying to, what fake I thought was out. they are yeah. faking out the, you know, the their enemy. Well, it they made it clear
2: doing. it was a distraction that would actually help illustrate um, Waller's character as absolutely ruthless, which she is. Didn't they um, say like when I just I like, they
0: when they landed? Yeah, they're like
1: it worked. They said like, "Oh, her plan worked." Oh, we they did. On.
0: Yeah, they, she's. I'm, I'm, I might have missed.
1: I might stuck. have missed that. Yeah, when he lands, but they're they're like... and that doesn't make sense though. When Davidson's character mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, opens it up, and and reveals them. It, it, that does like that's one thing to say. Okay, well, I'm sending you all to die. But why would Davidson? Why would tell the, the other team? Right. Why, yeah, why, why would he expose himself?
2: A distraction team.
1: Ah well. Hey, that, probably, that part didn't make sense to me, but, you know. I'm, I'm sure they said it was
5: a distraction, though.
6: I, I think so. I thought they did, too. I thought that's what totally, I just... Uh, yeah, there was
5: an actual scripted line, if that's what you're... It question. says that. Yeah. yeah. I think that
6: Either that was- way, I was glad when they all kind of got just blown apart. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> it just said, got me into them. I was like, okay, maybe this movie's not going to suck. I was like... You,
2: hey. you know the craziest part in that, that, that scene was when they had the... Was it the disconnect kid or whatever? The detachable kid? And that funniest funniest All it did was like slap people around, and <laughs> didn't even. And then, when they were shooting the arms, he was like on the ground, like squirming. <laughs> his arms were getting
0: shot. I was like, "That's so dumb, that's funny."
2: <laughs> they that oh, like, a, guy, he's was a 20 bunch 20. of
6: big like stars for that opening scene too, right? Which I like. You know, they totally think John, because they got a bunch of known names. and You're like, oh, they <laughs> just killed him. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
6: This movie had your name movie. all
1: over it, Nick. When I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is totally your choice movie. When I finished watching I it, I did not I think was waiting I was for like
4: you. it. <laughs> I was
6: like I, I it totally caught me off guard. Favorite DC movie. Favorite DC movie so far.
0: Uh, Over the Dark wow. Knight? What?
6: Well, I don't know. probably about this modern it's era. You're talking
0: about After extended that. universe. Okay, got it got it, got it. got it. Got it. I know. In I the know. recent what ten years? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Um. Okay, cool. Uh Who do we usually go with here? Who do, does Kai go last, or Ar- Arthur goes last? Arthur usually does, right? I mean, besides me. Can go uh, either way, we'll, we'll let Arthur go first. That doesn't time. Go ahead, Arthur.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. So a lot of what you guys said is great um so i guess i'll look at it from a different angle so i went in sort of expecting more or less um what was going to happen because um i saw what, what was that other james gunn movie um birthright it's that sort of anti-superman movie right. so i got Bright a burn. i got a taste of his Bright oh, burn. Brightburn, burn yes sorry he did not, she was not yeah, direct yeah.
0: he just uh, i think he just wrote it
1: yeah so i got a sense of his style So when I heard that he's doing this movie, I thought, okay, this is going to be guardians rated R and look at all these characters, dead, 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 dead. I was sort of counting on it and also was expecting it. Um, And you know, it, it, true to form, most of it happened and it was pretty hilarious. Um, And I think I mentioned it before. I was really just more surprised that he actually was bold enough to take out two major characters that I thought would, would never get killed. Uh, One of them really early on Captain Boomerang and then later on Rick flag, like that, totally surprised me. Um, but the funny thing is the movie, um, I didn't think it was laugh out loud funny, I was expecting it to be like, I don't know, clever dialogue, funny, and it wasn't for me. It was more like maybe situational and funny scenes and things like that, but I wasn't, you know, I was expecting more of like really clever dialogue or clever lines and sometimes it felt like it was forced, trying to be funny with the you know one-upmanship between um, Cena and, and Idris Alba's character. Not that they were bad, but sometimes it felt a little forced to me. But when they were doing certain actions, I thought it was pretty hilarious. You know, like the the raid on the rebel camp. You know, Cena's just walking by and just chopping this guy up. You know, while he's sleeping, and it's like so ridiculous looking that he just so casually does it. And then, you know, Bloodsport does something else, and then trying to. And those things I thought were were funny. Um, but yeah, the movie wasn't like. I was a little disappointed because I thought it would be more clever, funny dialogue per se, like laugh out loud. Um, but it made up for it in those other areas. Um, surprisingly, it had a, a lot of heart. Like, it spent some time on some characters that you didn't really think would get a lot, like Ratcatcher 2, you know, giving her an origin story and, and giving her yeah. some depth, um, which I thought... I'm glad that I liked her. Yeah.
4: And I liked her character
1: a lot. I liked her, her the actress who played her. I liked her character. Um, I liked how they showed her... Um, her little origin, so to speak, and her father. That, that was kind of Echo fun. With t- 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 yeah, sure. t- that was, that was <laughs> cool. Um, but I, I guess looking at it broadly, I'm just kind of amazed that one, you know, Nick mentioned this, you have Polka Dot Man of all, of all characters. Like he's kind of like a joke character in comics world, DC mm-hmm. world, right? But they made him one, they actually have him in a DC movie, which I thought, wow, this is crazy. What kind of world am I living in? And two, they made him kind of really cool. Like he made it till the end, right? He wasn't killed off in the beginning. They actually made him <laughs> to the end. And I forgot the name, the name of the actor, but I like him very much. He's He's been in a lot of movies, right? He's been in Marvel movies and, and lots of other different uh, movies, but I thought he played Polka Dot Man really well. But um, I think the other big thing that blew my mind, big... and I might have caught Yeah, exactly. Um, in but that I might have man. caught it. Yeah. One of the crew that kind of surprised me. I might have caught a whiff of it in the trailer early on is I, I just can't believe we have Starro, the Conqueror, yeah, yeah, as a villain of all things. Like, like we got, I'm we got a real, just blown like, away as a cosmic-level, yeah. goofy, silver-age DC villain that, you know, he's kind of goofy, but then there's certain times in the books where they've written him really threatening and really well, but at the end of the day, it's a giant alien starfish, and it's kind of goofy, and the fact that they had him in this movie, <laughs> I thought, wow, my hat's off to you, gun and team, for being that bold and putting a character like that in this movie. My friend and I are like, this is the weirdest world we live in now, where I have a movie, I'm watching a starfish, an alien starfish from the DC universe. It, it's weird. Um, oh. So my hat's off to Gunn and team for bringing us Polka Dot Man <laughs> and uh, Star of the Conqueror. It's, it's just amazing. Um, yeah, other than that, that I mean, it was David more or less...
2: yes, Dasmalkian. Yes. David Malkian. yeah.
1: Yeah, I liked him. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I think the movie more or less was what I expected. I mean, I knew he's going to get full reign to do the Suicide Squad movie. I knew he was going to go bloody. I knew he was going to go really, um, you know, profanity and all that because, you know, DC did not bring him over from Marvel to do Guardians, you know, or Guardians Light or whatever. Right? I, and given a team like Suicide Squad, there's no way they were going to bring him on to do a PG or PG-13 movie. So... It wasn't too unexpected for me to see him come over and do what he did. And mm-hmm. he did more or less do what I expected with a couple of surprises with the characters that were killed and things like that. But, you know, overall, I, I enjoyed it. Um, weird that Bloodsport was very much like the Deadshot character. I mean, yeah, a guy who's really it, good with guns, has a daughter he doesn't get along with, but doing it to save her his, her life, something like that, right? I didn't think that was necessary per se, um, but, you know, it's fine. It fleshes his character out. Um, I wanted a little bit more Waller because I like Viola Davis and I like her character and I think she plays her really well, but it didn't seem like she had a lot as much as the first movie, but it's okay um, because you just had a a huge cast. Um, Gosh, other than that, it was more or less what I expected and uh, I really enjoyed it and I'm glad Gunn was able to come in and do this. and I'm glad that they was Starro and polkadot man, to be honest, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so there you go. And I might have some other things, but top of mind of those those items
0: okay. um, Hi. What were your thoughts?
5: yeah, so i'm <clears throat> I'm coming in pretty blind uh, in terms of just like background lore on a lot of these characters, because I, I don't know any of them on the d c side. Uh, besides whatever pop culture references there might be. Um, so, but I, I can kind of get where Dot may be coming from in terms of here's another James Gunn movie and I could see the pattern unfold because at least in terms of his recent movies, at least for superhero uh, ensemble, you can kind of see it you know, happening in front of your eyes and saying, I've been there before um but i didn't go in like i I didn't watch the first suicide squad i didn't think it was relevant to this one i didn't think it was going to be like i didn't think there was a reason for it to be so like i went in thinking this is going to be another james gunn ensemble movie and let's see what he does with a different set of characters and like even if you look at the guardians movies i I mean their plot points really aren't that great either right i don't think that's necessarily the point. because as you can see, like most of it to me has to do with developing the squad, all right It's a lot about developing Star Lord, Gamora, um, Drax, etc. And here it's kind of the same deal, right? You talk, you guys talk about how you enjoyed Polka Dot Man, cool. um, Peacemaker, um, and I, I can agree that Bloodsport, and I'll talk about it a little bit more, falls a little bit flat for me. But you can, like, a lot of the characters that are really unknown for a lot of people where, you know, you probably, everyone probably comes out of that movie saying they like a different character, which I think is the, the real success here. Bring in a literal suicide squad and people can come out remembering the characters. Like, who cares about the plot, right? You have a dumb starfish right, making silly things um, but the the fact you make these characters uh, cool, I think, was, was the awesome part. Um, I kind of felt like there should have been more development on Bloodsport, especially since they sold it so hard in the beginning, right? Like, you know, Vil Davis literally threatens him with his daughter to get him to be the leader of the team. But then he kind of falls off on the wayside uh, as a main character where I think this is where Rick Flagg comes in and a lot of people naturally gravitates towards Rick Flagg as like the the standard, you know, good hero. And he's there for most of it, so you can kind of use Rick Frag as like the main protagonist for whatever's going on, which is why I can see why people were upset when he dies, because they're like, okay, well, like we knew he was always gonna try to do something good, but then he gets murdered by Peacemaker.
2: Um I slightly disagree with you Kai on the idea that we needed more from Bloodsport because in some ways having sort of that boring leader guy lets everybody sort of foil him. Uh and I think that works well for a lot of formulas. And in this one, it works well, too, because he's kind of straight in air, get the job done, and everybody else is a little more colorful. Um, but I, I could see why you would want that, for sure.
5: Well, I'm not talking about him developing as a leader or some sort of whatever pseudo-captain. I'm talking about, like, background this whole concept of him and his daughter, right? That's, I mean, that was literally <laughs> the reason why he decides to join the team, right? I was hoping
2: because... to get more info on the nano stuff.
5: yeah or anything you know (laughs) or anything yeah because they didn't have much because the the one part that i will highlight is what i end up kind of treating as a surrogate daughter relationship between him and Ratcatcher. yeah um i think she does a great job of cutting a lot of the awkwardness out of the group pretty quickly where like it is almost fourth wall ish where she befriends the shark right away Mm-hmm. right because like, the first time the team are together sleeping on an island right they just have the shark try to try to eat someone and then she's like i'll be your buddy and then that's kind of just like them saying like okay like you know let's just do this um and then kind of her like playing off of blood sport a little bit you know giving him a chance to reflect off of you know why she's the way she is where apparently you know the opposite right positive dad relationship whereas he has you know a literal negative one yeah you know what i was gonna say real quick he didn't really even treat his daughter very well like
6: i kind of like yeah. it was kind of dark. like he <laughs> act like he didn't even care i was like oh he doesn't even really care i mean not even care yeah. but he's like i didn't want to be a dad so it's yeah. not my problem Yeah, <laughs> i like you and know, it's...
5: <laughs> related The an issue comes <laughs> out when no. you know after all of this his daughter sees him on TV, and she goes, "That's my dad." And you're kind of like, "Okay, that's like you don't." I didn't feel that great about that moment. I, didn't. I actually, I would agree. Felt yeah, it's way better. I felt way better when the rats came out and murdered the starfish, um, and then Bloodsport kind of accepted the rats, right? Because he's he had such a big fear of them. Like that was more of a full circle moment than. His daughter seeing her dad on the on the TV saving saving an entire country. Um, it was him overcoming his fear of rats because you know the i agree they they're the ones who who help kill the starfish. Um, it was a very disingenuous moment when she said that's my dad mm-hmm. so that that to me was like a little bit of a missed moment, I feel like um, where they could have done a little bit more but i was pretty happy with the way Ratcatcher developed and ended up taking that place uh so it wasn't a a big wasn't a big uh negative for me at at the end of the day yeah Um, i
2: think i like Ratcatcher as my my second favorite character just because for whatever reason that character came across as very genuine even though it's you know character in a movie or whatnot there was something really genuine about the character that 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 actress just did well
1: well, they also, on top of that, which I liked, is they're thematically saying, like, you know, the least of us or the ones who, you know, can do great things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they pay it off, which, are, which I liked, you know. Yeah. The ones who you think are, are the worst in, in life or the least or the lowest can, you know, achieve the highest, which I liked.
5: Yeah. So and and you know go, same thing with you know shark right as communic relief. Um, yeah, he does a great job, especially when he got betrayed by the little fishies. Yeah. Um, or whatever those things. <laughs> or, were. <laughs> yeah, or, just, or <laughs> you know like he's like he talked about with uh, polka dot guy right, like him and his like <laughs> you know mom issues right are uh, another.
4: Their way to so much about plot, but it's just about feeling for them. Um, um, The movie was
5: a little and like I really enjoyed the fight between Peacemaker and Rick Flag. That was very visceral, very like fighting for my life type deal. And I thought it was done pretty well. Um, I think the last thing that I would say that pulled me out of it a little bit of the movie was actually Harley Quinn felt a little bit too invincible/slash superhero for me. Um, yeah, at
0: some point I almost thought like uh, she had the uh, from, uh, what was it, from Deadpool? The Javelin? Uh, Deadpool 2, where it's just like, uh, domino, where she's just like super lucky, like everything is so yeah, like, yeah, so perfectly for her.
6: Isn't she like always like that, pretty much though? So? In every every movie she's in, she's like,
0: uh, kind of.
5: But you know what I mean. At the end of the day, she doesn't really have a lot. She doesn't really have any superpowers. She
2: doesn't. She, she only but... has her um her insanity, insanity that uh-huh.
1: her insanity. Costs and, and it works it's out. always a, luck, right? And and some you know, and and some level of acrobatic skill and gymnastics and some fight. Fight combat. I don't think it's training, but some skill.
5: No, I don't, right. I don't recall, but she, but
1: she's like super skilled a fighter. Building,
5: yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. At the it end, it's like almost like a video into, game. You know,
1: yeah. John ja- dives into the the ramp that you you clearly see with the javelin and yeah. can take out like a militia in the in the corridor. Right.
6: <laughs> it's always like a random weapon. What does she have? The baseball bat or the mallet? Or... Yeah. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. She like kills like fifty people.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a video game character huh, fighting a boss or something. Or or cannon fodder and, and does it easily. So
5: yeah, I get it. Yep. But yeah, overall, I, I actually think James Gunn did was what you could expect out of James Gunn, which is he takes a cast of characters and makes you care about them. Doesn't matter so much about the plot. I don't think the plot was actually that bad at all. It was a great vehicle for the characters to kind of develop around and um have a show that's pretty, a movie that's pretty enjoyable, in my opinion, for a lot of characters who most people had no idea about.
4: Yep. Here. Um.
0: Okay. Sorry, Kai. Were you done?
4: <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. In,
0: yeah. Uh. So, just my final thoughts. Um. Just real quickly, I was gonna ask as we talked about it. Art Arthur didn't. Isn't Deadshot's storylines are very similar to blood sports and like their daughter is what they were wanting in the arkham assault on arkham
1: like, uh, I don't daughter. remember that actually okay. okay yeah i don't i don't remember even deadshot having a daughter i, I think i'm be wrong i think it's a dceu construct oh i don't recall them even in the books or an animation like deadshot having a daughter i think the
0: animation he did in the uh, assault okay. on arkham he did yeah so, uh, I so just I, don't recall. But there was like, yeah, there's two different characters, and I was like, well, yeah. Kind of
1: and Bloodsport is then. definitely a throwaway, and I think they made right. up the daughter. Yeah. For her, him yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but I don't recall. I think he only showed up in a couple of Superman books, but he's definitely a throwaway character. Right. But the the parallels are so so strange. <laughs> it's yeah. like almost the same character.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Sorry. To 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 my my quick review. Um. I for the most part, I I enjoyed the movie. Um. I think, yeah, I, what I mentioned earlier about, like, subverting expectations, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I was okay with Starro because it was just kind of, like, crazy to see a giant starfish. It almost reminded me of what, like, if they translated Watchmen, like, from the book Watchmen, like, into a movie. Uh, I, I know they could they never really do it, but it kind of reminded me of, like, what if, like, a huge, whatever, octopus came down.
1: Or oh, the squid? Uh, well, they did it yeah. in the TV show.
0: Oh, really? Well, shit. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Dude. Oh, dude,
0: spoiler? I don't know. Well, no, I'm, no, so takes, after, I'm so excited no, to watch it. No,
1: it's very good. They, they did it in the show, so to speak. Okay. And I, okay.
0: I, it's still on my watching list. Um, but yeah, so it kind of reminded me of that. Um, I, I don't know. I think I agree with a lot of what you guys said as well. Um, speaking to, I don't know. Uh, I was actually okay with the dialogue. I... Sometimes I get a little frustrated with um, Marvel dialogue. It, like it's too hammy. It's a little too cheesy. And I thought like it, it was good enough. The dialogue was well written enough. Where I think I didn't think it was like too hokey. Like the jokes weren't too too hokey. Yeah, um, I I would agree with you there. Yeah, or little good. like little force. Like I don't know. I, I kind of get tired of like this recent version of um. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Dave Bautista character. His character. What's his name?
1: In Marvel. Oh Drax! Drax, Drax yeah. yeah,
0: like the oh. the Drax like after Guardians one is just like a total idiot, and which is different from Drax from Guardians one, who's just a he's just ignorant about, like, he doesn't understand stuff. Um, I think the Drax that we see in Guardians two and in Infinity War and also in Endgame, he's just like he's like a super idiot, and and I don't know, I I don't find that like that funny. Uh, I don't find it that entertaining, and so. I don't know I feel like this this the writing and dialogue were a little bit to my my liking. and and yeah, I agree with you other there's just weren't like laugh out loud moments, and I, I'm okay with that. Like I'd rather they have more like genuine like type of writing um and, and like situational stuff more than just like um like hokey jokes. So, um I guess the other only other thing I really w- would say about this is that um I'm sure you guys heard like, this movie did not make a lot of money at all. Um, Yeah,
1: it's unfortunate.
0: It's very unfortunate because I think it it deserves uh, to make money. And I think it's a really, to me, it's like a very, like a really good summer, like fun, entertaining movie.
5: Yeah, totally. I think it's exactly what... It probably got hurt a lot by the first Suicide Suicide Squad, which is completely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Or the fact that DC just fucking sucks you know yeah there's <laughs> so much anti yeah. Yeah. i think it's yeah. both of those things it. dc
6: sucks i mean <laughs> and if you guys weren't doing a podcast and told
1: me to go watch it i would not have watched right. it Not uh, either. are you it, saying it, sucks it, the because theater. of their branding or lack of marketing or something else no or no, no their they're, last the, movie the, the impression yeah. that they're giving they're giving to people <laughs> from, my, no, the no, the from my no just from my
0: perspective okay I yeah
1: i mean they marketed it this pretty well i thought they they did you know the no, they marketed it. I, I, just,
5: I think
6: they suck. The movie sucks.
5: <clears throat> I would have watched it simply because it's James Gunn. He's earned the, right. the credit to me through Guardians of the Galaxy. I would have watched it, but, but
0: people don't know James Gunn. Right? Know the DC, layman, right? The
5: nicks of the that. world won't
0: know. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Uh, I, I do uh, think uh, streaming uh, kind <laughs> of hurt it a little bit too in the whole non theater situation. I, I think agree. that has to be a factor, I,
4: but I you I can agree.
5: argue every movie that came out in the same time frame hurt, but Blackboard, well, right? It's just, well, well right. they, they all did extra for that,
1: that though. But they have they have to pay extra for that one. So it's a little different, the e- economics.
0: I mean like if, I mean, okay, if you want to prove a point, like free guy made a ton of money, and that was only in theaters. Like that that is yeah. no like that's like an it? original okay. movie. Okay. Um yeah, I didn't even know. And so I think yeah, like, so I mean not, my exact yeah. my, my exact point too is just like there there, there are repercussions to not doing good movies. <laughs> and I feel like this is one of them is you have a really solid summer movie. And I think because the brand is, is so like fractured and not, you know, it's not like a solid brand like Marvel. People are not willing to spend the money to, to watch this movie. Um, and uh, even if it did go to theaters, I, I th- of course it would have made more money, but I still don't think it would made, it would have made. Um, I watched it in the theater. Oh,
1: wow. I, I watched it on HBO for free so to speak. Kai's so. a fake millennial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also supposed, to, oh, I supposed to torch
5: the theater industry, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I like, took down TGI Fridays.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing. And you got, you know, I think it speaks to what you guys said. Like people would risk perhaps going to the theater to watch a Marvel movie, but they may not do that for a DC movie yep. because of brand perception, yeah. given the current circumstances
6: even if there was no covid i don't i probably wouldn't have gone to a theater to watch this there you go
1: <laughs> so even less than i'd have been like nah i'm not
6: gonna even I less than kind of a during COVID
1: situation but yeah. i do think having it for free on, on hbo does, does impact a little bit because at least cuz on disney plus you have to pay the premium to put, to watch back black widow so you're getting some amount of dollars whereas with hbo max if you're just subscribing i'm not paying anything else and i'm i was borrowing my my family's account my brother-in-laws so <laughs> you know well no i mean you you can't share right
2: yes you can yeah,
1: yeah. You can. so it's not i'm not doing anything it's wrong. within the rules yeah so very asian so very, I think, easy. So, very easy. so i think that, that i think that you know i think there's a factor that does play into that that hurts it a little bit in terms of economics that i don't think it's the only reason for sure
0: yeah yeah i mean it's
1: that probably hurt I, them
0: a lot. They'll they'll give James Gunn another movie. Like, WB will For give sure. him another, yeah. yeah like, that I think they know the quality of this movie is is good enough where, you know, he deserves his uh, another movie if he wants it. Um, yeah, they're that, not going to put the blame that, I, on may, him. Yeah, it may not even be Suicide Squad. We don't, don't not, you know, not even sure about that. But, because uh, I think they originally wanted him to do a Superman movie. Um, uh but yeah so, I so don't, this is the like, thing about like their brand
1: like, that's if, like uh, if it
6: came out with a new superman or new i just like oh this is probably gonna suck
2: That's just my first impression like, yeah, that's my first yeah.
6: reaction that's, as soon as i hear like yeah. they're yeah. gonna make uh, D- dc i'm like it, whatever it is it's probably gonna suck That's just <laughs> i have
2: know. no faith in dc i really don't Man, No faith i have more faith in james gunn than i do in dc and that's yeah. basically why i was okay with watching it
0: um final note so i Nick, I don't know if you know, but they they're they're doing a spin-off show yeah. of Peacemaker, peacemaker on, HBO, on HBO, Max. HBO. It's already done shooting, actually.
1: <laughs> they, it's it's peacemaker.
0: Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: it, is. <laughs> it oh, is.
0: I don't, I don't know <laughs> when it comes out. Nick will
1: are <laughs> our peacemaker expert. Yeah, totally. Holy shit. It's funny because when he's quote, he quote died at first, right, the first thought I thought of was, oh, the the show's gonna be a prequel then. <laughs> But then at the end, when he was alive, I'm like, oh, well, then maybe not. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that's that surprised a, me.
2: Cena's character, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know who it was.
1: Yeah, it was John Cena.
2: <laughs> that was John Cena in a yeah, toilet yeah. helmet. Jesus.
1: Yeah, so he's getting uh, a show.
4: Yeah, I had this feeling
6: though that like it's gonna suck though. See, that's just my <laughs> even <laughs> though I like John Cena, I like this character in the movie. I just like I have this feeling like, oh, it's probably gonna suck.
0: That's my general reaction. Is a producer on it? Oh, is he? He's involved. But'.: yeah. I don't know who the directors are, but
1: uh, didn't he have a hand in writing it too?
0: He did. I mean, he wrote this okay. whole—he wrote all Suicide Squad, um, and usually most of his movies, he he writes. Himself. But
1: also the the Peacemaker show, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's doing Peacemaker show. He's writing okay. it, and it looks like he's directing uh, a bunch of episodes too. Well, over half of them, uh, it's eight episodes. Yeah.
1: yeah?
0: No, John, James Gunn is. Gunn. Ah, okay,
1: well. yeah, right on. Yeah. So there's more a-hole Captain America for you, Nick.
0: yep um all right let's wrap it up and let's do scores um who who went first summer oh summer did okay sorry uh summer gave me her score she had to drop off because she has uh has to go to bed (laughs) she had to go to bed Uh, it's pretty late over there in the east coast um she gave it a seven and she said it would have been a seven and a half if Whoa. flag was still alive.
5: If so, flag didn't die. Wow. I, well, I can't trust
0: her scores anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if, That's if, hello. Before, Just because of a favorite character dies. Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's okay.
4: That's so lower I would... than I thought she would give it. Yes, yes, I'm here. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's next?
2: Dot. Me? Me. I give it a
5: 6.3. What, <laughs> what the? <laughs> You sit here <laughs> saying, "Oh yeah, wow. I trust James Gunn movies," and then you come no, in that's six point three. That, that didn't so he like.
0: That said, he was no. A you gotta remember, I didn't was, like it. Or he I mean, I know. Pretty generic. 6-3? I didn't yeah. not that's it like oh. it. I
2: just it was a a good offering that I didn't care for, wow. and I can't. I didn't not care for it enough to give it a worse score. I recognize <sighs> oh, it for its merits, Lord. but it didn't do a lot for me. Hey.
0: Six,
3: six three. point three. This, these That's numbers are Jesus, off. Your scale dude. is so
0: broken. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. you gave. I'm going back to three <laughs> one. I can't believe you you gave whatever Doctor Strange and whatever nine point whatever and the this is three I point three more than that. <laughs> like okay, I get it. You like board, to check wow. it better, whatever. Okay, I disagree there, but it's three points different. Uh, <laughs> your scale's is broken, dude. I, you can't trust it. Anyway,
6: you did your job. You're able to enrage <laughs> Anthony.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's ra- I, I mean, I knew Michi he was going to go with something crazy, but I just, nice. I don't know what else. Like, yeah, whatever. What? Six point nine? What the hell? Yeah. Like, I knew he was going to he's gonna go with the low score. I just had to remind people that he scored. Uh, yeah, he scored uh, a Wow. I'm surprised. So Shit. low. Anyway, uh, Nick Choi. I give it
6: 8.5. I think any DC movie where I walk out and I'm not like, that sucked. I I don't know if just because my expectations are so low, but (laughs) I like this movie, man. I
4: thought it was good. 8.5. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Arthur?
1: I will give it a solid 8 because it was pretty much what I expected with a few surprises Um, that definitely did surprise me. And the fact that they put in some stuff that I thought I'd never see again—Starro, the Starfish Conqueror, and, uh, yeah. and Polka Dot Man—and weird characters—I never thought I'd see it, and I think that's cool. But
0: I have to say, all, like, solidate all around. I have to say that the Facehugger Starfish was kind of—I feel like a straight-up a comic book movie, like, oh, like a yeah, no, comic book cool. rather or, or animated sure. that's, movie. It was something. done was like, exactly
1: Whoa. how I saw it in the books, and I thought it was so cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: I thought mm-hmm. it did look, look pretty cool. Um, all right. Yeah, solidate. Hi, what's your score? Yeah,
5: I'm. I'm actually gonna give uh, the same score, an eight. Um, I think they did a great job with developing a bunch of new characters. I think Harley Quinn is another addition to the show. And I mean, I, you know, I like. I have like a casual interest in you know some of these characters, like the Peacemaker show. Like maybe if I have time, I might check it out. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not in a situation where I'd be like a flat no. You know what I mean, and that's because I, I felt like they did a good job in you know, making this little slice of the universe a little bit interesting, right <laughs> and a little bit compelling to say, okay, they can at least start somewhere. To me, this is like this could be a spark for some stuff if they want it to be, if they handle it correctly, or it could just die here, right. but right it's certainly a positive note. Yeah. Uh, courtesy of James Gunn.:
0: Yep, that's fair. Um, and I'm going to give it a 7.5. I, um... Wow. You know, I actually, I thought I was going to like it a little bit better. Um, because I kept on hearing about, like, heart and whatever, like, emotion, whatever. I, I, I didn't really feel it at the end. Like, I, I thought I would. And, um... Yeah, that's my, I don't know. I guess that's my only, like, negative. I thought it was entertaining. I liked the, 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 um... The way the plot was paced, uh, like the characters, but at the end, I still—I don't know—it just something. It didn't hit me as hard as I, I thought I uh, thought it would. So, seven point five for me. All right, uh, that's another podcast. Uh, what do we? What do we have next? Shang Chi in a couple of weeks.
5: Yes, yeah. I'm yes. so excited for Shang Chi. Same here. Very
0: I'm very excited as well. Um, yeah,
5: the buzz on that
0: is. I'm, I'm risking. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> a variant to go to the theaters. I'm a little scared, but is it coming out in theaters <laughs> only, or is it coming yeah. out? Yeah, only.
6: correct. Yeah, theaters only. Well, that'll make hell of money.
0: Uh... Okay, I have, contra- I, I have a I have a slightly controversial take uh, that I'm uh. going to put out here on the podcast. So okay. I don't know. Did you, did you guys hear that? Um, whatever. Chappic, the, the head of Disney now, he said.
5: Oh,
1: uh, experiment. Uh,
0: he said that this is going to be a, an experiment for us. Um, interesting experiment. Interesting experiment for us, because they're, they're going to do it just in theaters and not on Disney+. Plus. And then Simu... How do you say his name? Simu Liu? Simu Liu. I, I actually really like him a lot. He's uh, great. But he responded in sort of like a snarky way, saying, "This is we are not an experiment. We are whatever. We are... What did he say? You, you guys know the, the tweet, right?
5: Yeah. I'm
0: he says, about, we're, like,
1: we are going to change, and we're going to blow this up and yeah, um, do really be well, etc.
0: I'm just like... I understand where Jappic is from. He's not talking about Asian movies that this is an experience. He's talking about the, the movie itself. The model is going to be an but experiment it, on like how so the he, movies can do in theaters only.
2: Maybe that's what but he you have meant. To think maybe about, he's not talking about the Asian thing. Who knows?
5: But regardless, like one, why even tweet that as like a, as a Disney exec, right? Yeah, exactly. It. He didn't tweet it. Well, or why, why is they or that? any media, right? Why is any media getting a hold of that kind of a conversation? It was Especially part of Especially since they're in the middle of litigation with Scarlett Johansson over this exact problem. Yeah. It's not this. Right? What? No, she's suing them because they didn't release her or they didn't give her access to the Disney Plus revenue that they put okay. Black Widow into, right? Because they did limited release. Yeah. Right. It's um, not
2: the same. She was a, but, a producer on it. And so she was entitled to that profit. I don't know if it's the same, but right. She, it's a, a contractual guys. issue
5: in the revenue model for releasing movies. Right. This is again about the revenue. But if you sit back, like you you look at all the people that they brought to the Shang-Chi premiere, right? Asian Americans and a lot of minorities have been marginalized in the film industry for years. Right. It's not hard to realize how tone-deaf it is as a Disney exec to say. This one, this our first Asian American, you know, superstar movie is an experiment. Like, come on! Like,
0: I, I it disagree. Doesn't
5: take a genius. I, I disagree. It that I way. think that's
0: very touchy. I think it's very like. This is also the very first time that they're doing uh, in in a COVID environment right. that they're only releasing it in theaters.
5: That's where I see it. Chase but no, Marvel. but none of the audience cares, right? Like, they don't. No, think, I think they do that care.
2: Way. I, I think they do care. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I you know, oh. I sort of applaud you, Kai, for sort of staying by at the same time. I think it's a sensitive state. You're you're being sensitive and- I don't You know what, I, I think, you know, See, you know, he gave a
6: talk at a Cisco, the, one of the yeah, events, he
2: and he gave a really good point where I think
6: he, he feels like he almost has to reply to that comment in that way because of people like Kai feel like that. He, he was like, he was basically saying like, I just, you know, I just want to make yeah. movies. I just want to be a movie star. Right. And then as I made this movie, People are like, "How does it feel to be the first Asian? How does it feel to represent Asians?" And he asked, "He's like, okay, I had to think about like you know people constantly putting me in this um, kind right. of in the spotlight and for that, that issue." And that so, sucks, because, right, like because there was that sentiment, may... yeah, their sentiment with a Disney exec saying that he probably felt like he had to respond somewhat on behalf of you know, right, as like a representative of Asian. He's and like, you, "I you, know, if, I didn't want to be a representative."
1: Anyways, Bob was more clear with comments. Then there would be no question about whether you know Correct. you take it one way versus the other. If you're very specific about we feel this movie whatever, right? If you communicate it more clearly, there's no this misunderstanding. But you put it out there. Right, why are, are we really not weird.
5: asking people to simply spend a little bit more time to be clear rather than like and we're not trying to go far in one direction or no one's calling Bob racist or insensitive to a, an extreme degree, right? We're simply saying doesn't take a lot of effort to a little bit more detail one just don't leak that kind of a conversation in the first place right if it doesn't need to be leaked period and then two right like don't marginalize people for you know having any type of reaction to be calling to being called an experiment right like he has to respond for the
6: angry Angry Asian man like Kai out there. Well let me, Yeah, he's I will say- pigeonholed into that. Well, see,
5: so like, so like the shit like Nick says is like the same as people saying all lives matter. <laughs> you know, so, like so laugh let me, off I, and say I'm I, I really can, mature. I'm well, little, like, I, I, you guys are just I'm being little that. babies. Saying, There's no gray baby, areas.
6: Saying, no, it's a legitimate, right, sentiment. just tough it uh, up. It
5: like, pull up no, your no, no,
6: you're you're giving a legitimate like, point of view. I I know. I'm just saying he he has to respond to that because there was a big. There was a big, you know, demand yeah. for a response to that.
5: Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and I a, totally agree that social, social media, absolutely, they will, they catapult in both directions, right? Like, they make these types of conversations very, very difficult. Like, it doesn't have to be this huge fire. It could be very simple, like Arthur said. It could have just been really crisp, clean, like, whoops, no, I just meant this, and it could have just ended there. But just because of how social media conversations are, they're very abridged. They're very abrupt, and they lack a lot of detail. And yeah, so people will always take it – the yeah, they'll always take it the wrong way. And I personally think it's a responsibility for any person on social media to try and be a little bit more clear. I don't care what side of the fence you're on, right? Like, you know, like just try a little okay, bit. But wait,
0: wait. I, I think it needs a little more context, though. Like he was talking about it in an investor call, and he's they're talking about business models. And so I don't know how you – I mean – off the top of my head, I can't really like. If you want to say something, like, how do you frame?
1: But all, but all that stuff was uh, released as a publication too. It wasn't a. No, no, I know, I know. But it's like in the context,
0: it's 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 a business like call. It's like a business meeting. Like you're talking about revenue models and how things work. It's not like. It's not like in an open forum where you're, you're just talking about like you're at Comic Con and he's saying that. And I'm no fan of this Chappie guy. I actually I've heard a lot of negative things about him, so I kind of don't give a shit. Like if he gets burn the fire for this but i i feel like oh. simu Liu's like response is taking this cut of a quote and then like kai said like blowing it up and now it, like chavik's a racist like <laughs> I, I i don't yeah, i don't need i don't i don't want go to go that go. far
3: i don't know if he's saying yeah. he's
6: a
1: racist he's saying insensitive
6: what does kai know he's a chinese food
5: delivery guy doesn't <laughs> no, <he's> no shit <laughs> yeah i'm grinding out on the streets <laughs> anyway
0: that was just a side point. Sean I just Sean kind of, Steve. like, talk about Shang-Chi. Uh, it's, it sounds like a lot of a lot of people have very good things to say about it. And, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch it. I haven't seen no trailers, no previews, nothing. Same.
1: I've only um, seen the first one. Yeah, I've yeah. only saw the first one, and that's it. I wouldn't and, be able to
2: recognize so. the actor if I saw him on the street.
0: <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that's that's a lot, I've I've
5: lot heard of it. Oh, you stuff. guys need to go watch King's Convenience. I've heard I that did. show's good. I've heard it's really so good. It's a great man. show.
2: Is that a series or a movie?
5: Series.
6: Netflix.
4: What is it called?
5: Kim's Convenience.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christine loves that show. I I haven't seen it, but I heard he's really good on it as well, so... Um, yep. Uh, okay, cool. That comes out in, I guess, a week, week from Friday, so we'll probably set this up for, for uh, a few weeks from now. Um, but wanna want to say thank you for listening to whoever listeners we have whatever listeners we have he's left um, a lot <laughs> <laughs>
1: a lot. I, send, I sent this out to like 10 people last week oh great how many are actually listening
0: though 15 now how many are actually listening <laughs> will they pay a one dollar monthly subscription no <laughs> no I, I have a friend who wants to find our of our, our, <laughs> our, our, <laughs> our next uh,
1: recordings uh cisco guy you guys might know him i don't know. he's in australia here in car we got to do another drinking podcast though that was that was pretty Over tough to best. listen to. I tried to
6: cool. listen to it, I, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to hear myself.
0: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> I god. I loved it. Yeah. I loved
1: it. I need to <laughs> laugh <God. God>. at <laughs> oh, right, this guys. God.
0: Alright guys. signing off for Arthur dot Nick Kai Summer and um, Ronald Wong. Who, who wasn't able to make it. Until uh, next time.